Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In today's video, I'm gonna be going through my start sits at the tight end position. So breaking down every fantasy relevant tight end in every single matchup. There's gonna be thumbnails down below if you guys wanna jump around to your specific tight ends. While you guys are watching the video, if you're enjoying the content, you know you find it entertaining or informative, please just hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. And then you guys can ask me any fantasy questions down below. I'll be responding to every single person. But let's get into the first week eight matchup, Thursday night football between the Packers and the Cardinals. Starting it off with Robert Tanyan. This was a little bit of a tough call. I ended up going with Sit. He's basically been non-existent the entire season. Had a nice week seven performance, but that wasn't enough to you know shift my entire perception of him. He could see some more targets this week with Devontae Adams out. But still, you know, if he hasn't been an integral part of the offense so far, I still just don't really trust him in my lineup. On the other side with the Cardinals, I actually listed Zach Ertz as a sit last week. I said I wanted to just see how he would integrate into this offense, and he came in and was involved right away, put together a really nice performance. So he is a start this week. Then moving on to Sunday, we have the Bengals taking on the Jets. For the Bengals, CJ Ozama has earned the right to be a start. He's not someone who's going to give you like a baseline number of points. He's not a guarantee for, you know, eight plus points every single week, but he does have that huge ceiling. We've seen just two monster games out of him. So he's a little bit more boomer bust, but still someone I think you could plug in. On the other side, the Jets just have nothing here at tight end. So Ryan Griffin or Tyler Croft, whatever one you want is going to be a sit. In a divisional matchup between the Titans and the Colts, there's just not a lot here at tight end. Ferkser has not been involved. He's a sit. Mo Ali Cox has actually seen himself as a red zone target, but he just doesn't have the volume where if he doesn't get into the end zone, he's going to have no value. So he's a sit as well. In the Rams-Texans matchup, I ended up listing Tyler Higby as a start. You know, he hasn't quite lived up to the expectations I had for him, but I think he's still been a solid, consistent option in lineups this year. On the other side with the Texans, Jordan Aikens it's a sit, just not enough firepower on this Texans offense. And Brandon Cooks is really the only guy I'm interested in from this team. Then we have a divisional game between the Steelers and the Browns. I actually listed Pat Fryermuth as a start. This was definitely one of those fringe decisions. You know, you'd like to have a better option, but maybe you have a guy like Darren Waller who's on by and you need someone to plug in. I don't think Fryermuth would be the worst option. With Juju Smith-Schuster down, there's going to be, you know, some vacated targets there for a guy like Pat Fryermuth to come in and put together, you know, some solid games. On the other side with the Browns, Austin Hooper, David Njoku, Harrison Bryant, all those guys are sits. This is a run-focused team, and I'm just not interested in any of the pass catchers. Then in one of the better tight end matchups, we have the Eagles traveling to Detroit to take on the Lions. I'm going to be starting at Dallas Goddard. The trade of Zach Ertz, you know, even though he may not have been a huge fan of it, it really did benefit both of these tight ends fantasy value. Instead of, you know, competing with each other for touches, now they're both the clear tight end ones on their respective teams. So Goddard to start. And then same thing with TJ Hawkinson. He's getting the volume. The touchdowns probably just aren't going to be there because this Lions team is not good, but he is still someone I feel very confident starting in my lineup. 49ers Bears is up next here, and this is just a pretty gross tight end matchup. We still have George Kittle on IR. So we have Ross Dwelly here as a sit. For the Bears, just really not interested in any pieces of this offense. Cole Komet is a sit. 
Then we have a divisional game between the Panthers and the Falcons. For the Panthers, sitting Tommy Tremble. This Panthers offense has not looked good as of late. And right now, you know, the only two guys I want in my lineup are DJ Moore and then Chuba Hubbard. For the Falcons, Kyle Pitts has just broken out the last two weeks. You know, we saw him play really well in week six, and it was obviously good to see, but I kind of wanted to see what would happen once Calvin Ridley returned. Would he still have that big role? And then he goes out in week seven and just absolutely balls out. I think his first breakout game was in week five, and then they had a week six bye. But last two games for Kyle Pitts have been absurd. Then we have another divisional game between the Dolphins and the Bills. Mike Isecki has looked amazing. The man basically doesn't play tight end. He's kind of like Kyle Pitts, just takes an absurd amount of the snaps out wide. So he's a star. He's been lighting it up. On the other side, unfortunately, Dawson Knox is going to be missing a few weeks with a hand injury. So the backup, Tommy Sweeney, I just don't see a lot of value there. Next matchup is the Patriots taking on the Chargers. For this Patriots team, Hunter Henry has put together, you know, just multiple consistent starts in a row. So I do feel confident with him in my lineup. He's also emerged as a red zone threat. I kind of thought that would be more of Jonu Smith's role. That has not happened so far. So Henry's a start. Smith is a sit. On the other side, Jared Cook is always going to be one of these fringe guys. But I do think he could make the cut here. This Chargers offense is very explosive. And there's just going to be a lot of touchdown opportunity and volume to go around. Then we've got a rough tight end matchup here between the Jaguars and the Seahawks. Just not really interested in either of these guys. I could see the potential for both of these guys improving throughout the season. Dan Arnold, you know, I kind of like him as a waiver wire pickup just because he has been very involved in his first few weeks in Jacksonville, but still just not enough to plug him into my lineup. On the other side with the Seahawks, Gerald Everett was always a fringe play with Russell Wilson, but with Geno Smith there, I'm just not interested. Next is the Washington football team taking on the Broncos. And it's just going to be starts in this game. So if Logan Thomas returns from the IR and is fully ready to go, he is going to be a start. And then Ricky Seals-Jones would be a sit. Right now, it still looks like Logan Thomas is week to week. So that probably means he's going to be out and Ricky Seals-Jones would get the start. And in that case, Thomas out, RSJ is in. I'd be starting Ricky Seals-Jones. On the other side with the Broncos, Noah Fant is a very solid start for the rest of the season, even with Jared Judy coming back. That leads us into a divisional matchup between the Buccaneers and the Saints for the Bucs. Hopefully this is finally the week where Rob Gronkowski returns. He had that crazy hot start to the season and then has been dealing with that rib injury. So hopefully he can make his return here. If he does, he's a start. Even if he's out, I still don't trust OJ Howard or Cam Brait against this tough Saints defense. For the Saints, I don't have any faith in Jawan Johnson or Adam Troutman. For Sunday night football, we have the Cowboys taking on the Vikings. For the Cowboys, Dalton Schultz has established himself as a very solid weekly start. On the other side with the Vikings, Tyler Conklin is kind of up in the air. He's definitely more of a fringe guy, but I ended up going with him as a start. I do think this is likely going to be a high scoring game, and so the opportunities are going to be there. Then we've got Monday night football, last game of the week, and this is pretty much a no-brainer on both sides. For the Giants, Evan Ingram is a sit. Just haven't seen enough. He's had the opportunities with lots of wide receivers out, and he has just not taken advantage. And then for the Chiefs, biggest no-brainer in this video, Travis Kelsey locked in start. That is going to wrap it up for my tight end start sits. If you guys enjoyed the content, please hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, ask me any questions down below. 
I'll respond to everyone ASAP. But thank you guys for stopping by. If you want to see my quarterback start sits, those are already posted today. And then my running backs and wide receivers were posted yesterday. But thank you guys again, and I'll see you next time.